0: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Art here with the Nintendo Nights Podcast, and I'm joined here once again with my co-host, Joe. What's up, everybody? Now, Joe, today is an exciting day because we finally had the Animal Crossing Direct, so I know we're going to want to talk about that a lot. How are you feeling? I'm thrilled. Uh, Exceeded all expectations, man. It was so good. Yeah, that was an awesome direct. It showed even more than I thought they would, and I'm just real hype after seeing it. Yeah. All right, so uh, I think that's pretty much all we're going to discuss today. We're going to really go into it, so let's get into it. Um, just we'll, we'll talk about the intro to the direct first. Tom Nook comes out, uh, you know, he's on his mic and he introduces us to the getaway package. And the whole direct is kind of filmed like it's an advertisement for from a travel agency. I thought that yeah, was pretty cool. They're they're still playing this narrative really hard, and I, I like that a lot. It's cute. Yeah, it's it's a nice theme. It feels like you're really going on a vacation almost. Yeah. So the first thing I noticed, obviously, I mean, I've been noticing in every trailer, everything they showed us, the graphics just look stunning in this game. They look so Animal Crossing and yet so good. HD, it just looks great. Oh, I know. Um, it it really does look so nice to look at. Like the simp- Like the trees and just the floor, everything just, it's so nice to look at. Like really it is. It's aesthetically pleasing. The colors are great just i can't wait to just run around in this environment yeah man i'm super excited um the other thing the weather effects look great they showed some rain that just looked so good and the wind with the trees blowing around i mean yeah. that that just looks amazing yeah that really adds a lot of life to the game um all the the different seasons look so fantastic they showed a lot of like fall weather and like just how the leaves will change and you know there's so much diversity there's mushrooms growing around and t- trees are different colors piles of leaves somewhere on fire for some reason <laughs> right and they said like the trees will gradually change color as fall continues too. Yeah, so like, is amazing it'll be always changing winter looked great the snow's kind of like sparkly um when there's an actual snowstorm it looks awesome mm mm-hmm. mhm i and mean they- snowmans Sweet. yeah They just really went all out with the graphics on this one and it's looking great. So let's talk a little bit about what they showed for the intro to the game because Tom Nook actually tweeted out today and built upon that a little bit. So what they Mm -hmm. showed us in the intro on the direct was that you're going to be able to choose a map rather than just have one randomly randomly generated. You're going to have an option of a few and you'll be able to choose your own. Yep. Um, Which is really cool. Yeah, I agree. It's awesome. Uh, And, you know, they were the ones they showed, uh, were like, you know, nothing like crazy different, but there was enough, like there was completely different, like water structures on the maps. Um, so like there's going to be some like very different looking maps you get to choose from. Oh yeah, for sure. I think they looked awesome. Um, you know, and I just the the option to choose because I know a lot mm-hmm. of people would just reset until they got a map they liked. And now yeah. you don't really have to do that so much as you can just choose which one you want. Always chasing that three tier in uh, the on the GameCube game. Yeah, speaking of, it looks like there's going to be three tiers in this game. Um, I actually saw a screenshot that that basically confirmed there are at least three tiers. Yeah. I'm wondering if you can get more. Um, so anyway, Tom Nook tweeted out today that uh, basically you would give them your name when you went to the counter and chose your map, and you'd also take your fat your passport photo, which would allow you to create your character essentially. And and you can, Mm with that this time in past games, you know, you've answered questions and it bases your character based on your answers. So unless you've looked it up beforehand, you don't really know what your character is going to look like. Yeah. Well now it's just a character builder. You're going to be able to look like exactly what you want to look like. And then on top of that, if you have any piece of furniture that has a mirror, they show a vanity in the little picture he released or in the little video he released, you can change your appearance at any time. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's a nice little upgrade and and pretty cool so you could change your hair and all that yeah i think it's super necessary um and you know when they're like deep diving so much more into like uh the ability to customize your own character so you know um i definitely think you should be able to change hairstyles and that kind of thing but there's just some sort of charm to that like harsh unforgivingness of animal crossing on the gamecube where like that's your face and you're stuck with it yeah and nine out of ten nine times out of ten your character comes out looking ugly yep you got the weird triangle nose and his eyes are looking up in some random direction yep there is some charm to that but i think definitely being able to look the way you want there's also it's very necessary yeah, at this point. Charm to that. yeah Uh, So before we just, I think we're going to talk about it kind of in order of how it happened. Um, Why don't you tell me what was your favorite thing you saw in the direct? Anything's fine. Um, My favorite thing was the uh, little area that they showed off with like, it was like, raised up and it was like it showed basically just complete customization there was like a, a little cafe area and then a band and like a popcorn machine and there was like a fence and this person literally from scratch just made this themed area in their town um and it just looked insane like it looked so cool yeah that's definitely awesome um my favorite thing without a doubt was the view of the museum we got yeah The museum has gotten a huge upgrade. It looks so good. Um, One thing I've noticed is that now there seems to be multiples of the same fish in the museum rather than just one. Mm -hmm. I don't think you're going to have to catch multiple. I think it's just to make it look more like an aquarium. Like now the tanks are more full. Like you remember that one part, it shows the uh, shark tank and there's like a hundred of those tiny fish schooling around. Yeah. It just adds so much life to the museum. It looks like you're really going to an aquarium. Um, and then the other thing you see are your villagers in the museum, actually looking at fish, which is just an awesome addition. It makes it feel like you're donating those animals for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. It looked incredible. I mean, it almost looked like a different game when you're in there. Like it looks so HD. Yes. I couldn't believe it. The textures look great. The lighting looks great. The tanks look so real. It's crazy. Uh, So I'm very excited for that. Yeah. And that shark was massive. Are you going to haul that thing in? Like it was huge. Yeah, man. That's awesome. That's (laughs) something I've noticed. Uh, I saw some people pointing out on Twitter too. There's like a scene in the direct where the guy holds up a tuna to take a picture. Yeah. And it's like four times the size of the tuna in New Leaf. So like it does seem like they're trying to make the animals more to scale with how they are in real life. So yeah, I think the shark's going to be huge. I don't know how they're going to make your character hold it. It'll be (laughs) weird when you catch it. I want to see what it looks like. Yeah. Especially, I mean, the whale shark is in there too. And that's the biggest fish in the world. (laughs) Like that's a huge fish. So it'll be interesting for sure. Yep. Um, So the other thing they they showed off a little bit was being able to choose your own hemisphere. That Mm. doesn't really affect us being in North America, but it's still a cool addition. I never really considered back in the day, but like people in Australia, it's summer in the game, but it's winter in real life for them. I never considered that, but it's a cool feature to have. Yeah. Um, And I think it'll also bring an opportunity for you to go somewhere that's the opposite season to do to, to just basically further progressing game. If you want to catch some bugs, some winter bugs, and it's summer for you, it gives you an opportunity to right, do so, definitely. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. You know, this is exactly what we talked about. It's just every opportunity possible for like content that progresses you. And they've really done that. Yeah. And it takes away a reason to time travel as well. Um, yep. because time traveling probably won't be in this game. I don't know for sure. Um, you may be able to change your switches like local time and trick the game, but it takes away a reason to do it. Cause you know, now you can just go, uh, visit somebody in the opposite hemisphere and at least get the opposite season. You, you still have two seasons that are missing, but yeah. it's, it's not as big of a gap anymore. It's not like you have to wait a full year. Right. Um, and, you know, I personally, I will never change time travel. You know, I'm I'm going to play this true and just, I'm, I mean, I'm just going to enjoy it so much. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm super excited about it. The other thing, we'll kind of skip ahead because uh, it kind of goes with time travel. The other thing they announced was that, holidays are going to be added through free updates yeah which i think is interesting i think one it will prevent time travel even further i know back when we were kids playing on the GameCube, we would just travel repeatedly to new year's because your mom would send Get you a thousand ten bells. was it yep. ten, was it ten or one i can't <laughs> I think remember it was ten thousand okay maybe it was ten but we thought it was a ton of money back then and yeah. so we would literally just spend so much time in the menu switching the date to a different years so we could keep getting that money yep and, like, now you won't be able to because the holiday won't actually be in the game. Like, it's coming and in And it update. can always be a little different, too, with updates. Yes, that's the other thing. Every year they could change it. They could uh, add stuff, add characters, add something to yeah. be a little different, which is a cool idea. Uh, definitely very interesting. So uh, then carrying on from kind of what the direct shows us. So after that, you find out that you will arrive on the island. You get two villagers there with you. So it'll be three people to begin with, you and the two villagers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically it. There's nothing on this island except the airport you arrive on and Tom Nook's little shop, uh, which is like the resident services center. Yeah. So, um. Um, so what you could do is you could choose anywhere on the map to put your tent, it looks like yeah um which is awesome i'm curious uh i know like there's this whole like recruitment thing they're doing you know where you can villagers will come visit and you know you can say hey you're awesome move in but i'm curious like how long it'll take before that two grows to three to four to five you know like how long will you be there with just a couple villagers in your tents yeah i'm wondering that as well um Really? I'm wondering the time frame for everything. Like yeah. how long from tent can I upgrade to a house? Can I do it in the same day and just take on that debt? Or is there some other thing that needs to be accomplished first before I can get Tom Nook to build me a house? Yeah. Because personally, like I, I want to move past the camping stuff. Like I, I, I want to get situated, um, and start grinding off my debt for my house. Um, you know, it's a, it's a cool little thing, but I don't want to spend too much time in a tent. Oh, for sure. I'm definitely more excited about getting a house. And they even showed, like, it seems like the tent's just kind of taking the place of the first house in most games anyway, because it's just a smaller version of the first house. So, yeah. like, even when you upgraded the first house, it's a little larger than the tent. So I'm not thinking it would take long, but there's still not much that was announced to tell us, like, what that experience looks like, what is required for you to get a house. Yeah, it is nice though that you really don't need any money to do anything really. Like, it looks like you can build your net and I'm assuming your fishing pole and stuff, just like the basic versions. So you can start like grinding for cash and stuff. Um, Oh, yeah. You do need to like make make, like a down payment or something to like get that first house. Yeah, that'll definitely be awesome because uh, I remember having this dilemma multiple times in the GameCube version when I started a new town you'd start a new town and hey the only thing in the shop today is a uh, shovel or the only thing in the shop today is an axe. So yeah. it's like it's my very first day playing the game and I can't fish or bug catch. So what do I do? Do I already start skipping time or do I not just do I just not play today, you know? And yeah. so I think that whole issue will be gone because you can just go craft yourself some tools. Yep. I think it'll kind of be built into like a little tutorial too. Like Tom Nook will probably end up giving you whatever's required for you to start crafting the tools and then he'll teach you how to do it and by the end of it you'll have at least the basic tools yeah rather than taking on like a part-time job like you normally do and so uh once you do that you choose the location for your tent i say you can put it anywhere i think you're going to be confined to like the the main part of the island because you won't have the um pole vault yet so you you can be able to cross rivers there's no bridges or anything so you will be confined to one area but you can put it anywhere within that area and then you also can place the two villagers tents uh so that way you could you guys could all like live in a little neighborhood you could make them really close to you i think there only needs to be one block of separation between each thing so like you can make them right on top of each other really if you're if you're looking to have like a residential section of the town rather than them living halfway across the map from you which is great. I'm, I love that. It's not just like some randomly generated location. It just goes back to being able to just like more customization. You know, it's, it's awesome. That's such a good idea. Um, and yeah, it really seems like things can be close together in this game. Um, I know there's one image, and a house is like so close to the river that you couldn't walk in between the house and the river. Like, it's it's that close. Yeah, that's cool because I think I might want a beach house. I haven't decided for sure. I've been thinking on it, and um, that would be cool to be able to get pretty close to the ocean. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I'm wondering is will I have the option to tell my villagers, hey, you just go ahead and choose your own location. Like, I don't yeah. want to choose. Because at the beginning, I may do that. Once I've got like an established town and I've got paths and everything like that, I'll probably want more control over where they are, but at the beginning, I don't think I really care yeah i agree and i I bet that's a thing like you pick you know yeah i bet it is especially since like they're gonna upgrade from a tent to a house too so i would assume you get to pick again when they get a house just to make sure that their house is going where you want it yeah so yeah um that's definitely really cool and it's also really cool just to think about like the villagers are starting in a tent with you they're not going to have houses either and this yep. town really just isn't established everybody's under nook's control <laughs> yep nothing's really changed there. (laughs) Uh, So the the only two facilities you'll have, we already kind of talked about the resident services and the airport. The airport seems like it's kind of functioning as the post office as well. You'll be able to send letters from there as well as visit your friends or have your friends visit you. Uh, So then with the visiting your friends, you can have eight people on your island at once, which looks absolutely crazy. Yeah, when they put like, eight people in one frame it really like that's a lot of people running around yeah yeah i think you could definitely get into some shenanigans uh just going crazy with with eight people it looks a lot like a lot of fun yeah um so then the other interesting thing they show off that they hadn't before is there's going to be like a morning meeting with tom nook or something where he's kind of going to give a broadcast the whole island it says it's going to give you uh, tips and tricks as well as talk about like important events and things like that I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, it's 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 almost like a summer camp. Like it's so it's it's so quirky. But uh, I wonder if it's going to be at a set time and like you can miss it. Surely not. I'm a, I'm guessing it's just like the first time you get on that day. Yeah, that's what I was it. thinking as well. Probably is sign yeah. on for the first time. It'll just go to it. And I'm wondering if it's going to be like. I'm sure they've thought about this, but like an annoying scene you have to watch before you can play or if he's just going to talk over you while you play. Yeah. Um, I really hope it's not something that I have to watch, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like, I would assume it'll just kind of take the music spots for, I don't know, a couple minutes. I don't even know how long it's really going to be, but I think that's how it'll do it, where you can do whatever you want while it's happening and it'll just play through your speakers or whatever. Yeah, that would be the best way to do that for sure. Uh, so then we, we touched briefly on like having stuff to do. It's the biggest thing we wanted in Animal Crossing. Um, just to keep you playing longer, I know like back on the GameCube and some of the other ones, you get on, you play for an hour, and then you're kind of done for the day. You wait till the next day where you have more stuff to do. So one thing they're adding in this game that looks like it's going to be just for that is the Nook Mileage Program they kind of show it off a little where there's going to be these different challenges available, like, Hey, catch five fish or catch a specific fish. And then you earn mileage for doing that. So I thought that looked really cool. And then you earn stamps every time you do it. And there's tons of challenges. It looks like, yeah. Um, I was concerned at first that the, because the way it showed off um, it almost looked like that's how you were going to be paying like nook back was through miles and it turned me off a little bit but it's not that's not the case at all you still pay with like bells um yeah this is just it's almost like a second currency and there's there was um a lot of interesting stuff in like the miles shop that you could buy um and yeah it's almost just like missions for the day It's a great idea. Yeah, so in the direct, they did say you could use the mileage to pay off the cost of your getaway. So I'm wondering if you can have like two simultaneous debts. Like you're going to be in debt for the getaway and you pay that with nook miles, but then you can also take out like a cash debt like your house and pay them both simultaneously. And then that also would beg the question, once you pay off your uh, mileage debt, is there a new debt you can take on, an island expansion or something like that? That would not cost bells but would instead cost miles yeah um but the other thing it showed there's going to be a shop where you can buy specific things i know one thing they showed off was like a new item wheel where uh you can pull up the wheel and quickly change equipment well you don't start with that that's actually in the mileage shop so you have to earn mileage and buy that i was supposed before that you just have to pause every time you want to change yeah it really is almost like an inventory like an upgrade system almost um which is cool Yeah, Uh, I like that a lot. Yeah, I agree. That's definitely something like leveling up your character kind of. Yep, exactly. And the other thing they showed, um, I actually didn't notice the first time and I tried paying as much attention as I can. But basically, they show a lot of different clips. And in one clip, the character, like right after they start, they pause and they have 20 inventory slots. And then later on in the direct, the guy pauses and he has 40 inventory slots. Oh, so that's it nice. looks like there's going to be inventory upgrades. I'm wondering if it's linked to the bags we keep seeing people wearing. Like if you're wearing a bag, you'll just have a bigger inventory. Yeah. or if Those are just purely cosmetic and it's going to be something completely different like that you buy with nook miles, for example. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then uh, the next thing they show off is dangerous animals. I wanted to touch on that because they say, um, basically there can be worse consequences than just looking bad and they show what looks like the character getting knocked out by bees yeah um dude when that tarantula was chasing him i was legitimately freaked out like i it gave me the chills that thing it was scurrying so fast and it's a giant ass spider it was huge (laughs) it was huge um and then it just drowned he jumped up across a little river and it drowned to death yeah but imagine if it catches you because you know it you know that thing will be catching me Oh yeah, exactly. There's a too, scorpion. Man. But yeah, I'm wondering like what getting knocked out entails, if there's going to be any downside to it, if it's going to cost you money or or something, yeah. like what what does it mean? But it seems like just based on what they showed, you get one injury which will mess up your eye like in the old games, and then if you get injured again, then you're going to pass out. In the meantime, you can use medicine to cure yourself to restart the whole thing, but you have to buy medicine from resident services. Uh, Yeah, I do like, I do like the medicine because I would always hate, you know, shaking trees for there. There's like one item in a tree a day, at least in the GameCube version. So, you know, you got to shake all the trees every day and you're going to, you're going to find the bees nest and it's going to sting you. And so every day my eye was messed up. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're going to find multiple beast nests. Yeah, um, so it's It's nice to... Uh, and I think the item a day in the tree has continued on, as well as the thing that didn't continue on but has been spotted in the direct is what looks like those golden dig spots. Yeah. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, in the GameCube version, there were golden spots, basically like you dig fossils out of, except if you dug it up, you'd get a thousand bells. And it one appeared every day for every character on the island. And it looks like those are going to be back. And that's also how you got the golden shovel, wasn't it? Yes. So back then you would bury a shovel with another shovel in the golden space and it would sprout a golden tree, which looked really good. And this was the only way to get a golden tree. Like the, the next games didn't have them, which was a shame because like they acted as a normal tree and everything. Just the leaves were gold. So then it had your same chance, like it's got a chance to die. If it does, then you don't get anything. But if it grew all the way and you shook it, a golden shovel would come out. Yep. Yeah, um, this was also how you grew money trees back then, I believe, Mm -hmm. um, where you just planted bells and then it had a chance of sprouting and growing money which people also spotted a money tree in the direct. So those are definitely back. What? I did yes. not see that. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Yep. You got to look on Twitter. That's where all the, the sleuths are, where they're posting screenshots of stuff they spotted. Cause it's just on the screen for a second, you know? Yeah. But yeah, people did spot, spot a money tree. Um, now I know in later games, money trees still existed. I think you needed the golden shovel to create them. So it's not for sure that it'll be through the uh, gold glowing spot to get it. Or if it'll be. Yeah. And you know, speaking of the glowing spot and the graphics in general, I literally had no idea that those little stars are just cracks in the ground. Yeah, I know. I thought they were stars. Yeah, because they used to look like like stars that they kind of look like they poked up instead of were inverted yeah. in the ground. And now the graphics are so good, you can actually tell what they're <laughs> meant to be. It's just a crack, yeah. which makes sense, like, as a dig spot. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Yep. It looks so nice. Uh, so then they also show Wisp, the ghost, is coming back. Um, it's interesting. It looks like he may work like he did in the GameCube because when you talk to him, he gets scared and then he splits into five different spirits. So I'm thinking you'll have to go around and find those five spirits and then he'll give you something, probably. Um, wasn't he, like, insanely, insanely rare in the GameCube one, though? Yes, I think there were all kinds of re- weird requirements. I think he only spawned from like midnight to 4 a.m. And then it was only on specific nights and it was randomized. So it wasn't like you could just know the specific night and go find him. Yeah. And then I think you had to like get onto the exact acre he was in to even be able to like see him. So yeah, he was, he was pretty hard to find. Uh, but he had good, good um, prizes. He would give you either an item you've never had before clear your town of weeds. And I think there was a third option, but I can't remember what it was. But still, you know, after you've played for a year and he's offering an item that you've never had before, like that's that's a good thing. Yeah. Until you get like a blue wardrobe and you're like, damn, you yeah. have no weeds. <laughs> yep. But uh, uh, yeah, that is really cool. Yeah. It's cool to see him back interested to see what he will do. Yeah. Gulliver, of course, is also back now that you're on an island. he makes more sense than ever you'll yeah. find him washed up on the beach sometimes they just show that they don't show what it gives you, but I assume he just gives you an item again. He might have like a set of unique items that he hands out, um, yeah which you know just a cool another cool addition, just another reason to like walk around your whole island every day just to see what's going on, see if he's there, you know stuff like that, and then yeah. something people have been worried about. Mr. Rossetti, what's going on with him? Because obviously there's autosaves now. There's not really a need for him. So they showed him off a little too. Um, basically, they're saying there's a chance you may get trapped on your island. I'm wondering exactly how that will work. Um, I don't know. I th- The only thing I can think of is if for some reason you make it across the river and that's separated from like the tool workshop and your pole vault breaks somehow. I don't know if it can break. Actually, I just thought of what I think is the real way you could get trapped. Okay. So, you know, they show that you can just jump over like a one wide river Mm -hmm. Um, rather than pole vaulting. You can just jump with your feet. So what if you jumped over and then you extended the river wider using the terraforming tools. Yeah. And you didn't have a pole vault with you at all. You didn't have any tools with you. You just had the terraforming. Well, then you can't jump back because now it's too wide. Wa- but then I guess you could just... You can just shrink it down. Yeah, dang. S- it's I really- weird, but um, he's, like a sw- he's like on the SWAT team now. It's like a yeah. helicopter thing. I'm just but wondering yeah, if there's like a challenge some kind of challenging aspect to the game they still haven't told us about that may cause you to get trapped yeah because um, I, I, yeah I don't know how you could but but yeah basically he'll fly in come pick you up and drop you off at your front door um, looks like it's going to use nook miles which is also interesting it's like what if you don't have nook miles Yeah, if you can actually truly get trapped then that begs the question what do you do if you don't have any nook miles um, delete the game Yeah, I guess so. Because I think in the the video they showed, like the Nook Miles icon pops up in the corner. It shows him with like 1,200. And then after he gets dropped dropped off, he only has 700 left. So it's not cheap. So then they talk about some optional extras uh, is what they call it in the package. And one of them is the house. And so it's interesting that they called it an optional extra because like normally you don't have a choice. You pay off your debt. Tom Nook's going to expand your house. You don't, like, yep. you can't say no. So, I'm wondering if you're content and that's what you want to do, can you just stay in a tent the whole time? Can you pay off your your um, your island tour and just choose to continue tent life or once you pay it off, will you be forced to then upgrade to a house and take off on a new debt? Yeah. Um, and I feel like they're just kind of, like, you know, keep keeping up with the narrative of just like what the getaway package is supposed to be. And they just say like optional, but you know, like everyone's going to build a house. You're not going to not build a house on animal cross. Yeah, exactly. Like why wouldn't you want to, but at the same time, I just think it's like a cool, another little customization thing. If they say, Hey, somebody likes living in the tent, they can stay in the tent, whatever. And will that make your animal neighbors will they upgrade when you do? Could they do it faster than you? Right. That's the other thing that we still don't really know. When will they upgrade? And then the other thing they show when new people move in, you talk to Nook and he says, hey, we got some people interested in moving in. You choose where they move. And then you're going to place their house. Um, But it didn't show like when they actually move in. So I'm wondering if you already own a house and all your other villagers are already in house and a new guy moves in, is he going to move in in a tent or is he just going to already have a house? Yeah. I mean, they showed so much, but there's still a lot of, uh, unanswered questions, which is good. Yeah. I also, I heard rumors, but then it wasn't, it wasn't confirmed. So I don't know if it's true made up or just rumors that animals would also be able to upgrade their houses. Like you can, um, and so I'm wondering if that's true. I think that would really be a cool touch if they were just slowly upgrading the size of their house as well. Um, yeah. But I don't, I just don't know if that's true. Yeah. Some of those upgraded houses look incredible. Yeah, definitely. Um, they show a few tiers of the the house. They show basically your standard house. Then there's one that's like The first upgrade in every game, it just gives you more square footage in the same room. And then the other upgrade they show is the main room, and there's three rooms branching off, one to the left, one to the right, and one in the back. And that looked really cool. Um, So, that's at least three upgrades. They didn't show one with a basement or an upstairs, but they almost certainly exist. Absolutely. So, I'm thinking there's at least five house upgrades, maybe even more. Yeah. um, It almost seemed... Like the, like there was a little part of the end where they showed like a really big looking house, at least from the outside. Um, and it just looked massive. You could see the two extra spaces on the side and it did look like there was some upstairs like windows. Yeah. Um, it looked so good too. Oh, it looked yes. amazing. The houses look really good. The insides of the houses look really good. Um, we do know just from the direct, the first house, the first, uh, upgrade or from to go from a tent to a house cost 98,000 bells we saw that Uh, we don't know how much any of the other upgrades are gonna cost Um, but 98k you know if you can get the house pretty quick you can get some luck fishing you can pay that off in a day pretty quick and then start getting upgrade I think that's what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna grind like I took a week off from work when the game comes out so in that week I'm gonna try to grind as much as I can yeah um, depending on how easy. They, they made it to make money, like 98 is not bad. Um, and I would guess that the next one would be around 350 because usually it's a pretty sharp jump, I feel like. Maybe not that bad. Yeah, usually it's pretty big. But yeah, I, I would assume money-making hasn't changed so much in the sense that like it's going to be spring when it comes out. There's going to be expensive bugs and expensive fish out there. So if you're yep. fishing and bug catching all day, you're going to get a few that are worth 10000 and you know, ninety-eight k, ten thousand. That's that's pretty quick to pay off. Yeah. Now, speaking of catching bugs and fish, I noticed, or a lot of people have noticed, they also upgraded the like Bugipedia and fishopedia. So now, when you catch a fish, you can like select it in the the Fishipedia. You could see the months that it's available, the times of day that it's available, and most importantly, there's a little icon to let you know if you have donated it to the museum. That used to be such a pain in the old games because the only way to know is if you took it to the museum and then Blathers would be like, oh, you already donated this. And it's like way too long of a dialogue. Yes, um, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, with the the town being randomized, your museum may be as far away from the shop as it possibly can be. You know, they might be on opposite corners of the map. Yep. And so it was a long walk and then a long dialogue. And then you find out you've already donated that fish. So now you could just pause, look at the indicator, see if you've donated it. And if you have, you could just go take it to the shop. Just a nice little quality of life update. Yeah. So kind of to backtrack just a little back to the houses, the other thing they showed off is decorating the houses. So kind of drawing from Happy Home Designer, they've added like a decoration mode where basically your character's gone. You're not pushing furniture or pulling furniture like in the old games. You can actually just mouse over and place the furniture. Yep. There's just a little like hand on screen um and it looks amazing it looks so much better they like highlight the floor where it's gonna be you know oh it looks awesome yeah it looks like it's gonna be fast and easy to place furniture plus it's just gonna make you want to spend that extra bit of time customizing your house because now it's it's so much easier the other thing they show is like uh some stuff on the wall and the guy grabs multiple of them at once so like you can drag and kind of get multiple things um that that's a cool little feature to help edit like you know, especially the thing I'm thinking of is like when you expand your house and you go in for the first time, you know, like the furniture is never against the wall anymore. Yep. It's where it used to be. Now you could potentially just grab it all at once and move it over instead yeah. of doing each individual thing. The other thing they talk about in your house is now you're going to have a storage room. Well, not really a room. It's not going to exist. Like you can't go into it, but you can just grab items from your inventory and say, add to storage and then they will be stored for you and then you can access them later which Um, is really nice um i've never really like had a need for storage i feel like i kind of just sell the excess furniture that i'm not using um but you know oh yeah i definitely have before even just with outfits like i want to save these outfits and stuff yeah um but i got nowhere to put them so yeah i I think that's definitely going to be a nice touch I also hope that you can actually store clothes, like, in drawers. Yeah, they've they've added that to an extent in past games. Uh, the, the problem was they were just so small. I think there was only, like, in the GameCube for sure, only, like, three slots or something. Yeah, and it was, like, a bad interface. Yeah. You just read, like, the what the shirt was. I it, I want it to be, like, an inventory. Yeah, definitely. You know? uh, so let's see after that they uh, showed another feature of the Nook Miles, which is it's going to let you buy tickets to go to like random deserted islands Um, and these random deserted islands are going to be full of natural resources so like if you have for instance picked all the weeds in your town, well you can go fly to this place and collect more weeds if you need them for like crafting and things like that, plus they've got fruit so it looks like it would be potentially easier to get fruit that you don't have in your town yeah um they didn't show but i'm wondering if they could potentially be experiencing a different season than you currently are um just to like allow you to spend a couple hours at a different season collecting bugs or fish because the thing is like you can only do it till your inventory is full so it's not like it'd be that cheaty by any means like you couldn't just catch every single winter fish in summer because you've only got a limited amount of slots in your inventory. And if yeah, you try to um, go back, it'll be a different island. It does That That part looks awesome. Um, I'm really excited for that. There can also be other animals just walking around on this random island. And they're like, oh, you, you traded in some miles to come to a deserted island? Me too. Like, they're just... They're doing literally the same thing as you. Yeah. And then plus you can be like, Hey, you should move to my desert island. It's cool. And yeah, I don't know if they always will, or if there's a chance they will or whatever, but either way, that's cool to try to convince somebody to come live with you. So, um, then they showed the smartphone app for the real world smartphone. Now this looks really cool. I'm kind of iffy about it though. Cause on one hand it's like, okay, cool. There's, I can type on my smartphone and then my character will say that in the real I like game. that part a lot. That, that's, that's really cool. cool looking. And that's an interesting piece of technology. But at the same time, it's like if they've got that technology, why can't they just add some kind of chat already into the game? Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, it is really annoying. Cause obviously if we play like we're going to be on discord or something like talking right now. We, we won't ever use the app just because um. it's it's easier other ways we'll just call each other on our phones rather than like <laughs> yeah you know i guess like you know somebody if if they're not your real life friend or whatever but they'll still probably end up using discord yep. instead of the app but the cool thing is definitely scanning qr codes for uh items because basically now or for not for items for patterns for designs yeah because you could design designs in new leaf and happy home designer and they would give you a qr code so now you can transport all those to uh the new game and that just means like people like you and i who aren't that creative we can go online and find cool looking patterns and just scan them with our phone get them in our game and then you know design furniture based on that because that's the other thing they showed you can use your patterns to design furniture yeah Um, they show like a couch and it's got pillows on it and then you can place your pattern on those pillows plus change the colors and all that. I mean, the customization in this game just looks endless. It's it's really incredible. Yeah, so that's definitely be really cool, I think. Um, I, I'm excited to see the designs people make, because that's the other thing they did. When they put those designs on the furniture, they look less pixely than they did in the other games. So they look like they're going to be smoothed out. I don't know if you're going to have like more like a bigger canvas to draw on to make it yeah. less weekly, or if there's some smoothing added after the fact, but either way, it looks really good. So we already kind of discussed this a little bit with the museum, but shops are also returning. Uh, they didn't really say exactly how you get them. I don't know if it's something that you're going to have to get the resources for, or if, uh, you know, like I was talking about how there could be two separate debts Mm-hmm. Um what if shops are going to be they're going to be a mileage debt and so yeah. you collect mileage to pay off shops like Tom Nook keeps that as a service but it costs you mileage while you're using bells to pay off your house. Um that would actually be really cool because you know I know that Nook's Cranny is back which I'm incredibly happy about. It looks so good too. Yeah, it's got a um, little display window out front which it's already shown like the stuff in the display window changes daily um the inside just looks really good that shop just looks so good um but if you could pay that off with nooks miles and then upgrade it instead of like i can't remember how you upgraded it i know it was actually really easy You had to like buy a certain yeah. there was of just things. a little bit of randomness to it because it was like buy a certain amount of stuff and then the shop was going to be closed for a whole day while it remodeled yep. and yep. then and that's the other thing like yeah, that's kind of cool in a sense, but again, it's a whole day where you can't do anything. Like you can't yeah, play the game. Without the shop, I mean, it's not much you can do in that game. And that's the other thing I meant to say. They already said for sure that the airport and the uh the town hall type place are open twenty-four-seven. So like yep. you know, you get off late from work or whatever and you want to play at eleven o'clock it's not like there's automatically nothing to do there. There is going to be some stuff for you to do. That was always yeah. a pain when I used to work late and it's like, Oh, I better check my town. And it's like, well, the shop closed at nine o'clock. You can't do anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you can upgrade shops and if other shops can upgrade in similar ways, uh, you know, I don't really know how they would cause they never have before, but yeah, it's just interesting. A lot of, a lot of possibility there. But yeah, so they also show the Able Sisters clothing store. Mm -hmm. Again, it looks really good. It's got a window display as well that changes daily, which looks really cool. And then they show another shot and it shows Nook's cranny, but it's decorated for Halloween. And there's like pumpkins and bats. And that looks really cool. And it begs the question, like, will they change seasonally or will they just update for holidays? Either way, it's just a nice cool little touch it also makes me wonder will villagers decorate their houses for halloween or different holidays that could and be i cool. bet they will yeah. um which yeah will be great because i know around christmas time even back to the gamecube there would be like lights on certain trees and stuff um did they do that in the gamecube one yeah they did yeah um and you know they're just taking it a step further and i think it's great um just, and oh, it doesn't need to be said anymore but everything just looks so nice oh i know it's just so fun to look at you know we haven't even talked about it at all yet but outdoor furniture man yeah like having a yard placing a picket fence some of these outdoor scenes they've shown have looked so good even back to what you were talking about they they made that little outdoor like cafe looking area with a bandstand Yep. I mean, it looks amazing. I'm so excited for, like, what we're going to be able to do. Oh, I know. And it was, like, completely styled to their own theme that they wanted to make it. Um, And it just looked – it looked so, like, in place. Like, everything just looked like it was supposed to be there. Yeah. It was really incredible. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited for that. Um, So then the other thing they showed is, like, obviously with all the – customization you're having, you're going to be able to build bridges. They showed a list of at least, I think it was eight different bridges, and then I think there was video footage of at least one more bridge, so it sounds like there's going to be multiple different bridge styles you can build. And they were expensive. Yeah, like some of them you have to grind for, the nicest ones. Yeah. So, like, it, it just gives you so you're never running out of stuff to work for. Yep. Um, But you can play some rather close to each other. Which is nice, um, because, you know, only being limited to two or three in your town sometimes made it so it took forever to travel around your whole town. Yeah. Especially now that you have terraforming, you could be doing, like, different islands and things like that, and you're going to need a lot of bridges if you want to do something creative. So, you can you can place multiple, they could be close to each other, which is cool, and then... Uh, you know there's different designs, so you could start with the crappy looking just wooden bridge, and later when you've got more bells, I'm assuming you can remove them just as easy as you could place them. you could remove it and upgrade to one of the nicer fancier bridges, yeah um and the terraforming looks incredible it's just amazing, like they were building waterfalls they were expanding rivers building um like different tiers like yeah there was that one part where they built like a tiered platform just to place their lighthouse yeah and it looked incredible it was it's like, insane i mean i personally i would like a moat around my house with a bridge that's what i'm gonna go for <laughs> yeah I didn't and even i think, think i can do it. it i didn't even think about that being an option but i don't see why you couldn't or not even a bridge if you just did like a one wide moat you'd just be able to jump over it yeah which would also be pretty cool um And then there's slopes too. So not only bridges, but you can add slopes as ways to get up the uh, different tiered portions because that was the other problem. There were only two spots in the old game. So you had to either, you had to walk around the map either way. Well, now you can add them wherever you want. There's also a ladder tool. So even if there's not a slope, you can climb up wherever you are just to get around a little more quickly. It's another just quality of life. And there's a bunch of those different slopes too that all have different looks and designs that all look good. Yep um yeah it looks incredible you can also like shape the the environment a little better so that uh you can just shape things to your need like uh, corners and stuff. Yeah. Like one cool thing I saw is when they filled up a part of the river and it created like a square looking land platform there, but it didn't really fit cause it was at a bend. So he just did a slice and he made it into a diagonal and then it yep. fit the river. So like you have so many options, you can build curves, you can build diagonals, you can build straight lines and the same goes when you're pathing. So if you want your paths to have rounded corners, you can make them have rounded corners or if you want them to be straight square paths, you can make them square paths. Um, the other thing in the pathing tool that I know I'm happy about because city folk really ruined me for this is when they kill your grass just for walking on it. Well, Mm -hmm. now the pathing tool, there is a grass tool. So like you can just replace grass whenever you want. Yeah. Um, and there was also like so many different like materials to make paths out of. Looks so nice. Yeah, lots of different paths. They showed a few different clips in the video where they've combined a few different types of paths to just make a really nice looking. The other thing they did, they placed like a whole uh, completed fossil outside of the museum, outdoors, and they put some lights in the ground to shine on it, and it just looked great. Like there's just just the fossils fossils are massive. They they finally look like they were big in the GameCube ones, big pieces of furniture, but they look like dinosaur fossils now. Yeah. I'm so excited for this game. Yeah. um, That part of the museum was incredible. He's just walking. uh, Like, you can walk under fossils. Right. He actually walks, like, between its legs underneath it. And everything just looks so good. The museum really was, like, spectacular. Um, God, this game's going to be so much fun. It's going to be incredible. I can't wait to get into it. I think we're down to, like, 24 days at this point. So we're starting to get there. Um maybe even less than that 22 days 23 days maybe worst worst year to have a leap year yeah, right <laughs> why does February have to have an extra day is <laughs> there yeah is there anything else you can think of from the direct you wanted to bring up talk about real quick um trying to think about all the stuff they showed us you know there's so much going on um, But I think that uh, four-player local play is going to be really fun. Um, Oh, yeah. I can see myself doing that with my fiancé and having a good time. And I think the way they displayed it and the way it looks is so perfect. Like, when they explained it, it sounded kind of weird, like there's going to be a group leader in one inventory. But when you actually see it play out, it looks so fun especially like in the case of playing with my fiance where she's just not a big gamer to begin with, like she'll want me to be the one controlling the inventory and doing all that so she can just run around and play with me without having to worry about doing that. So it's nice in that regard. But even if it's not that way, if you're playing with two hardcore gamers, you can pass the party leader so quickly and easily that like you could really manipulate it to get some work done quickly. Yep, and you know, you can still catch bugs and stuff and everything goes into that inventory or like into the recycling bin, I think, yes. where the extra things Yes, so, so if the follower catches a bug or something, then it goes straight to the recycle bin. Which is awesome. I mean, they, they it's it's really just well thought out. Um, and I, I that's going to be a lot of fun. And it just looks so fun to see like two villagers running around at the same time doing different things. Oh, definitely. Oh. Wow, there was just there was just so much in this d- direct. You could never really say enough about it. But um, Oh, I know one last thing I wanted to talk about before we go. The gravestone. Oh, yeah. Everybody's talking about it on Twitter now. A lot of people are thinking it's Tortimer. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure. Just because, like, why would Tortimer be buried on this deserted island? You yeah. know, if he's dead, so... Um, I've got a morbid thought for you. This is almost certainly not it, but what if? Imagine with me, you move to town and one of your villagers gets killed by a scorpion. <laughs> villagers can die. <laughs> I mean, there's a grave. <laughs> there's never been a grave in Animal Crossing, as far as I know. So it begs the question why is it there? How'd it get there? Oh, my there? God. And I'm just thinking they're telling you, hey, this island's kind of dangerous. And then Nick just auctions off all their stuff and the yeah. house gets demolished and then someone else moves in. Yep. Circle of life. Yeah. Just a thought. Just a thought I wanted to leave you all with. What if the villager got killed by a scorpion? And then you have to make a grave for him. <laughs> Except then your town could get filled up by graves. I don't know. Yeah. Just, just a simple what if. <laughs> so, soon you got a full-blown cemetery. Yeah, right? <laughs> All of a sudden, you've had like 300 different animals move there and die there. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, probably not the route they're going. Probably, but uh, it's a good thought. Yeah, I I thought it was a little bit of a like kind of morbid what if. Yeah. All right, so uh, I guess we'll get wrapping up here. I think we talked a lot about the direct and basically everything we wanted to talk about. I wanted to say just a few things in wrapping up. Uh, check out our YouTube. It's youtube.com slash Nintendo nights. I am going to be creating an analysis video of the direct where I'm actually pausing, playing the direct on screen, going frame by frame, and talking about things. So a lot of stuff we talked about here, I'll actually show and go in-depth onto. And then uh, the podcasts also go up there. Some other videos go up there. So it's definitely worth giving us a follow. Also check out the Twitter, which is twitter.com slash nights nintendo and that is uh where we post updates we let you know when the podcast live when new videos come out things like that we also share a lot of tweets uh things like that so there's there's just good animal crossing information over there right now um so yeah give us a follow thank you all for listening and, and coming and hanging out um and we will see you all in next week's episode see you later guys